Fat guy and the skinny dude. What's wrong, Richard? So, uh, got us here again. Got a got a couple people here with us today. Want to say hi? Hello. Our first guests. Yeah. Well, other than my wife. I mean, I don't know that she counts. That doesn't count as a guest. Oh. So, it has been interesting fucking weather here in northern Michigan. It's almost beautiful outside. Almost. Almost. It's beautiful as it gets in the winter. Well, it's true. I mean, yeah. You have the sun for deception, so that's kind of nice. Right, you know, a little nice and nice and some sunshine, and the next thing you know, you're slipping on your ass on the ice, so, you know. I always loved when Breaking you saw bones. pictures on, like, Facebook of, like, down south winter, oh, hell, get the salt, you know, and then pictures of northern Michigan winter when it's just like, yeah, I'm just walking through four foot of snow, it's no big deal. I used to live in Florida, man, and, uh, like, come Christmas time, there are 80-year-olds and 70-year-olds outside walking at 7 o'clock in the morning with, like, ski jackets on and earmuffs and scarves and shit. And I'm out mowing the grass at 5.30 in the morning in a t-shirt and shorts because it's <laughs> as cool as it gets. Yeah, 72 is, like, freezing in Florida. I, I've never been to Florida. South Carolina, you know, that was good enough for me. South Carolina's the shit. Yeah. Um, Don't go to Florida. No. Or or Texas again. No, no more Texas for Alex. All right. Fort Hood. Ugh. Everything's bigger in Texas. Even Alex. Alex is bigger in Texas, all right? <laughs> you know, I made the mistake of going to Florida uh, for my 21st birthday. My grandma used to live down there because all, all the old people live down there, right? But uh, I went down there, middle of June, 101 degrees for that whole week. And uh, it was, uh, I believe it was 89% humidity. Yeah. It's just torture. <laughs> I, I I could imagine. You know, the the worst thing is is walking out of a house, known as hotter than hell, and then still feeling moist. Well, and they'll just say just stay in the air conditioning. But, yeah, I guess. I mean, don't you live in the sun for a reason? <coughs> One would think so. I don't know. I love the snow. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, I like you see, see some of those lunatics out there grilling right now, but I mean. I love what the snow does. It drives away when all the old 45, people. it was 45, sure. That's right. <laughs> it was what? I said when it was like 45, yes, not today. Well, you know, I'm talking like, you know, when we've got like six feet of snow and you've, you know, you're walking out there with your shovel a and uh, trying to dig get into nice. <laughs> you got to dig out the grill first. So, let's see. We've got a few interesting topics today. Well, I find them interesting. I don't know. I don't give a shit if you do or, or they do or who does, but, you know. Um, let's start with the four-day work week. Why the fuck is that not happening? Because we live in America, and we like to overdo everything. Do Well, I mean, do you really think it's an overdoing it, or do you think it's just creed? Because we work, well, it's both, right? As Americans, we overeat, we overindulge, we over-exercise, sure. we over, you know, do everything we can. Yeah, well, I mean, so... They used to work six days a week. You have one day off to go to church. And, you know, and everyone pretty much went to church back then. So, I mean, you know, that was your, your one day of solace. And there really wasn't a day of solace. And, you know, now they, they always expected that the days were going to get shorter. We moved to a five-day work week. And there was even a concept that we might, by now, we should have been into a four- or three-day work week. And, and for some companies, that works. I know companies like Google have done it. You know, a lot of startups, a lot of tech companies. But you see a lot of companies that are, you know, let's say retail-based. Like, 
the home improvement sector or, you know, even like places like Target and Walmart who are working people. Till they die. Till, well, yeah, literally yeah. and figuratively till they die. Right. I, w- I actually work with one of those types at my uh, job. I will never say names, obviously. But of course. He's an older man. He's been working his ass off for 20 years at the same job. Jesus. Uh, and only until last year when I started at the place of work where I do work, uh, did they move it from eight bucks an hour to the eleven fifteen? So this guy has been living off of eight dollars an hour. That's so crazy for twenty years. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how the fuck do you do that's that? That's impressive. He lives in a trailer. Does he have? Um, does he have a wife? Live by got, himself? He's got a wife. He's Jesus. Got two sons. Uh, they could eat him out of house and home in an evening. They want but correct me if I'm wrong about that whole uh, two-day weekend thing, but I thought that started back when we started getting, like, labor unions and stuff like that. A good that. part of it, um, they actually say that um, Henry Ford was a big proponent for that, but not right. not, not necessarily because he wanted people to have time off. You just you couldn't buy anything if you're working every day, so they wanted him to have the time off to go spend their money, buy a new car, well, and pay for gas, you know. So you needed a day to shop. You needed a day to That's shop. That's why they gave you Saturday, so you That's could right. shop on Saturday. A day Saturday. to shop and then a day to go to church. Jesus. Well, the same day you go to church, be there for the family, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your your uh, your release day, your chill day. Jesus, man. But we're not going to get to a four-day week work because everybody has to agree, right? Right. And too many giant corporations are too greedy. Well... To expand the life expectancy of their employees, and 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 I think what's important, and one thing that we miss out here, is is a good balance between work and home. I mean, it's always important to be able to balance what you do outside of work and not, you know, letting work overtake your entire life. And you know, this this will bring us into another topic. But right. one thing that we've seen a lot of companies move to Walmart and a few other ones is customer centric scheduling. Right, and. Let me tell you, that to me is it's the bullshit. biggest bullshit <laughs> that, so for anyone that doesn't know what customer-centric scheduling is. It's essentially the best time to rob a store, <laughs> is when there are the least amount of employees there. It is legitimately, they use a computer type, type you know, algorithm that figures out when a store should be, I'm air quoting, if, I know you can't see them, air quoting, should be the busiest. And that's when it puts the most workers there. It doesn't care that you don't get two days off in a row. It doesn't care that one day you might work a 10-hour shift. What's well, a computer. One day work or two. Right. It doesn't yeah. give a flying fuck about you. So they use this in a lot of retail places. And unfortunately, what it causes is it causes people to hate their workplace. Or a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. Yeah. They, they quit and leave, and then they have to do it to somebody else. Just kind of disparity and, and just loyalty won't follow either when you have that kind of scheduling going on yeah no um it's it's probably hard on i can imagine managers too who have no say in the matter too on a corporate level that those are decisions made right by the corporation that owns the company of course and it's not that's how it goes down the line though right everybody's boss is being told by somebody else's boss by somebody else yeah well becomes the 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 true saying we've all heard, shit runs downhill. Yeah. I mean, the bird shits on those guys, and then they all shit on the next, and they shake their feathers, and all of a sudden you've got a ball of shit at the bottom, and it stinks. And that's where everybody's living right now, is in that puddle of shit. In that shit. 
It seems like it's it's a hard fix, but it also seems like it's an easy fix too. Because if enough of the leaders would just say we're not we're not doing this, right? Then what is the what are the big guys on top going to do? But the well, problem is that all the people that are on top that own those companies are greedy fucks, and well, they're never going to go. They look at the big they look at the big dollar signs and the little dollar signs. Yeah, the problem. The little dollar signs it seems like the, that's what they're really focused on because those right. add up over time. Yeah, but if you start thinking about people. And, like, creating an employee who likes what they do, who enjoys the job that they have, who enjoys the time off that they get, right? That builds better uh, companionship with your company well, than just hiring somebody and being like, you're getting $8 an hour. Yeah. I expect you to be here from this time to this time. Don't fuck up three times or you're fired. Well, see, you've got, you've got leaders who, like, the ones that I look, look into, like uh, Richard Branson yeah. owns the, the Virgin Companies, right? Mm-hmm. And his, his one of his quotes that he's well known for is that you take care of your people... And they'll take care of your customers. But unfortunately, people on, you know, the larger end, um, Amazon or, you know, Bezos, or they don't see that as profitable because... Well, they're just looking for... There's there's a leap of faith there. You have this leap of faith that if you you treat these people well, that they're going to not take advantage of you treating them well, and they're going to work harder for you. And unfortunately, people who are... You know, big time business. A lot of them aren't willing to take a leap of faith in any, whether that's you know believing in the peoples. A lot of them are agnostic and you know not not believing in anything. Right. You know they they don't they only want things that they can control. That's why robots are much easier to you know. I was actually just going to say control, if, yeah. if the big people on top could just make it all fully automatic, come in and a robot cashier will check you out. And a robot will be like at every corner and tell you where you need to go based right. on what your needs are. You know, cool. they would we're almost that. there, though, aren't we? I mean, we're training. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're training we're people to self checkout. Yeah, fast food organizations. Fast food. Yeah. In the past right, five years kiosks. alone, there yeah. are the payout kiosks where you can go in, you can type what you want, and if you go to McDonald's, for instance, the only thing they can't do is put Mac sauce on a burger. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Really. Pretty, yeah. pretty soon, I'm sure. I mean, I knew the rest of that, but I just didn't know they couldn't put Max sauce. No, on no, no, Max sauce. You got to go get a purse. <laughs> I'm sure McDonald's will build a, uh, a a machine that just makes the burgers they'll and puts the sauce on, like, and then like wraps them and is like, here you go. Yeah, like, they'll what the all fuck? just be like Ronald McDonald shaped like that's, checkout kiosks. That's, ter- they that's look terrifying. Like a clown. <laughs> just talking to his belly like a Teletubby. <laughs> no, you got. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> well, they won't think about the big picture too. They'll just put it a little too low on the Ronald figure, <laughs> and it'll look like you're poking scratch. Where do just, I set up in the gang? Just, just, just a little knob on the button yeah. you've got to press looks a little inappropriate. Yeah. Ronald, I want it. <laughs> put your card in here, please. Yeah. I've been just waiting. Create a bunch of problems. You got to go to the back side and swipe the card. <laughs> I've been waiting for years for them to start putting a little quarter like thing for the ketchup or something. You know, like you want a ketchup? That's right. Or little like robot servers walking around with ketchup and mustard things oh, yeah. when you walk by. You just like put it in there and they go. Fuck, let's make it. Let's make it fun and put them on rollerblades too, like the good old oh, days. That'd be yeah, sweet. give them some skirts and then, then, we're, then it's like then we're gonna get into robot uh, objectification. Our... And like, <laughs> hey, sweet thing, let me see you drip that oil. It's just too much. Ketchup out of one tin, <laughs> mustard out of the other. Oh my god. Mac sauce, you Where's don't even know where you gotta go. Right. Right. <laughs> oh shit, man. Mayonnaise, you need a milk, away. milk, lemonade around the corner. Fudges, <laughs> man. That's bad news. Uh, yeah, but you know what the problem is? is? Is some people would be into that. You know, a little robot yeah. waitress just shoots ketchup out of her tits. I mean, 
that's the problem is where do you draw the line between something that's like industrially revolutionary and like it's going to just be objectified right away well i was isn't everything going to be objectified it it is everything Everything does like before before you you can just look at um cartoons like when i was a kid they were just cartoons they were but violent. The internet started to blow up. I don't know, man. When I was kids, I was, I was kid. watching Warner Brothers stuff like Bugs and Betty Boop and shit. It was mm. sexualized no, violence no, no, no. I'm back not saying in the day. That. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the the um, the mass amount of people nowadays who can just put images out of oh, those characters oh, yeah. without them being actually yeah, from like the trolls. Studio. Like we're talking about internet trolls and like. Well, there's internet trolls, and like... then there's just people who who uh, draw perverted art. Yeah. Living. Oh, and YouTube is now made like you know you can well, put anything YouTube's you want on YouTube. Disgusting. I, I don't even want Funny to enough, do you know where? Kind of conversation. Do you know where right the now? biggest advances in robotic technology come from? The two biggest places: the defense, the military, yeah, and the adult industry. Yeah, that's true because we have those 3D animatronic glasses. Uh, I think the three D three D VR VR came from porn. Wasn't right? that originally? Yeah. Well, it wasn't start? originated for that. It actually, I was, think they probably money. But it was developed so much farther by the pornographic industry. industry. Yeah. I think right now, I, I'd have to double check this, but I think I right now there is more like pornographic movies and stuff for VR than actual games. Right that would not now. surprise I'm sure, me in I'm the sure least. Are. Yeah, they've been doing that for way before it became a mess. You know, Debbie does Dallas. Jenna does jumping jacks. You know? <laughs> oh, they got everything. Oh, you I'm like, sure. Uh, like well, it's clown like... girls here. We'll give you a clown girls. Right, right. Yeah, well, that's the rule 34, right? The internet. Well, we're, we're close to Flint. <laughs> They're all clown girls. But, like, we're living in Back to the Future right now. Like, I just watched that the other day. Remember how silly it was when uh, he's trying to talk to his kid in the future and his, he turns around, he's playing VR, and he turns around, he's got that stupid-ass thing on his head, and he looks up like that? That's where we're living right now. Yeah. Well, I said that to my daughter the other day, and she was like, what that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is exactly like This Back is to the that future. moment. I Fuck, remember watching it. that movie when I was a kid and thinking, God, I cannot wait because I saw a Moon Shoes commercial and I'm like, we're almost there. Yep. And Moon Shoes turned out to be shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have hoverboards now, right? Lexus created a hoverboard and there's another company. I don't actually that... know that it's a hoverboard. Yeah. Isn't it just a wheel that can go off road? No. That's well, the one, wheel. the one, the one wheel. Yeah. But I'm talking about like a for real uh, hoverboard. Yeah, as long as you're above a metal a surface. Magnet. They made a magnet they track use, uh, in a skate park and they have electromagnetism. It's kind of cool. Technically, fine. hasn't there already cool. been hover crafts for a long while, too? Like yeah, but it's like airboats and stuff like that. Yeah, like airboats that were... Well, bullet trains. I mean, bullet trains run on a magnetic skin. Magnet web, yeah. So. The I mean, concept's been there for yeah. a while, yeah. at least. Yeah. Well, putting it in a skateboard. But it would be cool to have a, a full, you know, ATV skateboard uh, that hovers. Wars, like hover ski. The hover, oh, oh the hover bikes. Yeah, oh that's yeah, cool. the thing that Darth Maul rode on. I think my wife just wants Worst the little uh, the stuff. little guy. It's one of the <laughs> the baby Yoda. No, one of the ba- oh. oh my god, stop with the baby Yoda. Uh, gotta get him um, in somewhere. No spoilers. I haven't seen that part. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking about the Ewoks. Oh, the Ewoks are great, man. Right. They're oh. adorable, and then they murder you with logs. Yeah, they do. I'm, I'm <laughs> kill a lot of guys I'm really with logs and rocks and shit. You guys talked about the Ewoks because. Me and my girlfriend the other night, for the first time in my life, I finally said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch Willow. Oh, my God. It's all of the Ewoks, it man. Is. It's yep. every single Ewok they hired, but out of costume. Yeah, it's crazy. They it's, made an Ewok movie back in the 80s, like strictly an Ewok. I remember yeah, the short, like it's less than an hour. Yeah, I think I have it on VHS. I've seen that. I don't know the Willow. Willow's You've never a, seen Willow? It's actually a great movie. Oh. It, it holds up well, even today. I haven't seen it in 30 years. We have an extra guest. A squirrel has joined us up in the ceiling. 
I think he's on the roof, but, you know, either okay. way. Jesus. I gotta send you up there to, you know, put us on live chat in one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> no getting this far in, I don't even know that you guys said our names yet. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Did we not? I mean, yeah. that, that's up to your guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can go ahead and say Okay, that. so, sorry, uh, our two guests, you know, as rude of a motherfucker as I am, <laughs> this is Rob. Hello. And Scott. Hello. Scott's a little farther back, so if you can't hear him, he'll have to speak up a little bit. Um, we won't know until we look over the recording. That that is true, and it'll be a, at least an hour, or so you know. Who Way knows to get into it, it and just not tell anybody who we are. Listen, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm just a ghost. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I am. We're just, just four voices. Listen, you want to talk about ghosts? <laughs> okay, we did a whole thing on ghosts. ghosts. We did do a thing, and on we're ghosts. pretty damn sure that <laughs> that there are some in this house that they exist <laughs> because they're literally. I was cleaning earlier, and a bottle of believe went flying across the room. It would be interesting, though, if this was all just the voices inside of your head that they can hear. Well, that's funny. Many sides of Alex. No, the yeah. voices in my head are already talking, and thankfully the microphone can't pick up that well. So <laughs> We haven't created that tech yet. Right. You know, read Alex's mind. Read no, please don't. You don't want any part of this shit. Oh, God, no. I'll be in trouble if they oh. can Google's working on it, though, right? Because if you type something into Google, they're like, did you mean this? So we're, we're, pretty, we're getting pretty close. Did you guys see there's actually a new um, browser? now and you don't have to use google anymore and they don't actually track what you do what's the browser and which one is it i don't know huh. i'm sorry I it sounds I magical could, yeah it was like they're not endorsing well, us just so you know no 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 it, otherwise i'd remember the name so wow. uh no they're the idea behind it was we don't track you and we don't want to give you any sort of advertisements bravo or it's, some shit like that i guess duck, duck, we all have the... smartphones that run google nowadays <laughs> Would you kill for a night alone? Maybe enjoy taking out your spouse? Well, here, at Angelo's, we'd like to help. Whether you prefer a quick and easy meal, or a drawn-out experience that you can savor. If you bring us a photo on the whereabouts of your loved one, we'll give them the greatest surprise of their life. For an extra fee, We'll leave a recorder for you. And take pride in serving the best red sauce in town. And we keep our nice extra stop to provide you with a satisfying experience. We serve the best meat in town. So hey, whether you want it hot and bloody, or all the way done and lifeless, we take pride in our work. It's Angelo's. We're killing it out here. Is that what you're looking up? Yeah. Nice. Being okay. a, they still track you, but they don't like nearly try to no. sell you on oh, shit as hard. They track they advertisements. Everybody. If you look well, at any ad on the side I, of any page you visit, it's always like. I swear to you, if I see one more Bloomberg ad in the next freaking like uh, hour, like Bloomberg, I will, please, I will Bloomberg on somebody's I, face. Can, right? I be, can I be honest here They're for everywhere. a second? I stopped doing the YouTube thing as hard right around election times because it gets everybody bombarded. just shoves it in your face right like, get away i'm it's looking bad. at vikings i don't care about fucking i mean we don't we don't like yeah. to talk oh, too much right. politics or religion we're gonna save yeah. those for we try to their own episodes <laughs> but yeah. but i will tell you this i mean if he keeps going on there we're just gonna start stopping frisking everybody yeah he's big <laughs> on stop and frisk man stop and frisk 
He's uh. Well, he's you're a, from. You've I'm been from, in New York. I'm from New York, and Were I was you there, there during the Bloom Ring era. I was there when he was running for mayor, and it was everywhere. He's got I so bet. much goddamn money, he just flaunts it. Just Bloomberg for this, Bloomberg for mayor. Don't forget to vote Bloomberg. He was on TV. Mm-hmm. He was on every fucking station. Every so you late mean the Democratic show. Trump? Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I hate, so less orange no. face. And no more. Bloomberg. He took. He took a very oh. cool. Not you know like seedy, sexy, drugged out Times Square in New York, and turned it into fucking Disney ride. It sucks now. Yeah. It was so much better when it was seedy, and there were like strippers and hookers and drug addicts and shit everywhere. It was real New York. Now so it's they just turned bullshit. the red district into the fun district. Yeah. Yep. Just basically. But the red G-rated. district is my fun district. Just G-rated. Yeah, it's bad. Well, that's the thing is too is like you look in there, and I swear the entire Times Square is nothing but giant billboard. It is now. It's kind of looking like Tokyo. It's yeah. getting there. They oh, keep adding Tokyo. more. Every time I go back to New York, they well, keep adding more screens. They're like, oh, another one here. To get back on topic with the conversation, Tokyo is one of the <laughs> leading countries in uh, workers who don't get to fucking go home. Yeah, well. Wait, don't get to go home? They, mm. And what so, they sleep in those tiny little yeah, pods. Like, they don't the, have... You've never seen the cryo chamber? I have, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> They're like a row of coffins going up. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get that here. I think uh, no. I don't think. No, it, they, well, first of all, we wouldn't uh, fit. It'll never get that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Americans wouldn't fit in those pots. We make well, like, first off, make so you're too wise. tall, and I'm, I'm too, too tall. I'm too voluptuous. Is that the word we're going with? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> thick, <laughs> thick with three suits, man. That's right. <laughs> You're big boned, as Carmen would say. More supplies with thick thighs. No, but definitely, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, we, we should be moving towards, I'm not saying less work, you know, I mean, like, still 40 hours, but less I think we days. should be working towards better health instead sure. of more work it's, and it's, less work like just happiness and healthiness because that's we're losing well, that right here. and that's the problem is that's why i was talking about the work-life balance i mean you have to be able to there has to be some point when you get to get home and there's a reprieve okay well there's feel. four of us here right? right so out of the four of us who has a good work life balance right now no one is raising their hand i don't i fucking know i don't i work well, way we, too much and we work in, in four different sectors too i mean I work in retail and home improvement. Yeah. You are a digital artist. Yep. Right? You work for a furniture company. Furniture company, backroom. And you you work as a cook. Yeah. And... Do we all work too much? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I don't know. Well, you guys can't really speak to me on that. <laughs> well, true. Well, that's I'm crazy. Let you talk for yourself. Yeah. I'm part-time on that. So. Right. But, but I will say, one of the big things is... Is it's also bred a culture where people are afraid to call off because they'll lose their job and lose right. it to that's, the next that's person. The thing is, yes, that you will lose your job. Um, that is a really uh, popular thing in other countries too. The call in, there's like a no call in tolerance. Basically. So if you call in once, you're basically no, don't, you just get, don't come. You to basically work. get one call in, Jesus. and then anything after that, I mean, they have every right to sack you. Yeah, that's, cr- that's but crazy. But I mean, there's also countries that you look at, like, and everyone wants to talk about, like Sweden and the Netherlands and stuff, and. You know. We don't want to talk about them because they're like, oh my god, bow to them. You know? Well, no, they, but they, but they have it. They have at least. But they like do the right, have the correct. They, sit, while like, I may not agree on. with yeah. the way that they do things, and I don't want to pay like ninety percent of my paycheck into taxes. I mean, and I, I'm I like, I'm for capitalism. Capitalism will work work the right way. I just it needs to be some more checks and balances, especially the government. I've just never seen anything that worked better. Yeah, no. In my lifetime. If I, there is something better out there, I'd love to hear about it. But 
I mean, I'm with you socialism, communism, communism. I wouldn't argue that they're better, though. No, they're not. And I think the no. biggest problem is... I think is, everything is, has, its, has its pros and its cons. I think a lot of people don't seem to re- recall what socialism and, and communism were. I think they just remember the scare that we put in... Or, I'm sorry, that our country put into them more than the fact that well, they're not an ideal situation. I don't right. know that they teach it the same way in school, either. No, they don't. I mean, I recall when I was in school learning about, like, communism in, in Russia and, you know, Stalin and, you know, communism in, in Cuba, you know, and things like that. The and Haitians, and, yeah, and what it did to the people and how it, you know, eroded the entire society. And now you have people who, okay, well, we'll say that, you know, people believe that they're socialists, but every socialist startup has led to either communism or to another type of hierarchy i don't know i mean i have kids in school right now i don't know what they're teaching them i mean about history it's all worksheets you could argue the same thing with democracy turning into capitalism though honestly it's all just a road to a a different form to make more cash for the people in charge right well people seem to think though and i think the biggest the argument that i've heard and that i've I've had this discussion was that 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 communism is going to make everyone even and fair I mean, that's not true. You could see, though, from the lower end of the scale, like the people who are at the bottom, how sure. that would be ideal because now it's a level playing right. field in terms of wealth, but not in terms of skill. Right. Why should right. a doctor make the same amount as a as a person who is getting uh, government assistance because they're an alcoholic? Right. Right. I mean, one person took the time to learn those skills. I mean, you have. I mean, we've been pushed to you, colleges. But one thing that we have pushed, and I think we were talking about this last week, like trade schools. Yeah. I mean, trade schools are making a huge comeback. They there. they need to. Yeah, because there's nothing made, and like there's nothing done here anymore. It's all done elsewhere. Well, we're not going to have plumbers here in another ten years yeah. unless people learn how to do it themselves. I mean, yeah, and you know, let that branch just right into the next thing. We're talking yeah. about home improvement. Yep. I mean, why can't just anyone go in? I mean, there's home improvement stores. You can go to Ace or Home Depot or Lowe's or Menards and just buy all the stuff to put in a furnace so why shouldn't everyone just put in a furnace because <laughs> people you know, are stupid <laughs> if, if you if you look at it in terms of a generational thing though the generation before I don't know what generation you guys are categorized into because I'm not actually sure I'm technically a millennial though uh, fucking millennials listen here without getting too big yeah. into that though it's like you know the the generation prior obviously they'd call that generation y or the bit the boomers mm-hmm. you know um they were kind of playing that stock market and when all that stuff was going on and their dads were the ones that kind of fixed everything right mm-hmm. Yeah. So they didn't have to learn because they were out making bigger bucks and their parents mm-hmm. were happy. Well, it's like a cycle, right? It just it kind of just goes back and forth. Well, like when the everything. parents don't learn a skill and then they have kids of their own, they can't transfer that skill down the line. Right. Well, we, we talk about this we, too. I yeah. mean, that's a big thing that I mean, and I mean this, of course, with no offense, when Dylan and I became friends, there was a lot of things that were home repair and stuff that he just... I knew how to do nothing because speaking of parents who my dad grew up he was doing music so like there was no home skill something broke we called somebody that's how my life was so when I grew up I got a house of my own I was like fuck I don't know how to fix jack shit and then I met you and now like I know how to build decks and fix walls and shit so 
Well, it's great it, to learn that shit. It was one of those things that, you know, my family isn't exactly rich, you know, so we did a lot of home improvement and a lot of fixing on our own. And so I got that base of knowledge from my from my dad and my mother, and then I went out and sought it elsewhere, too. I mean, I've literally built a house from pouring concrete all the way to finishing electrical. But the problem is, is there's a lot of people out there who, who don't, or they... They look at YouTube and they're like, "Oh, I can do that." And and while YouTube is a great platform for can be a great platform for learning. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, let's not give them credit. You know, but I mean, there's other things out there um, where you can learn, like Skillshare, Mm -hmm. where you can learn to do things, and that's great. But there's also a point in time where you need someone there because, yeah, okay, the YouTube might tell you how to change the spark plug. But it's not going to tell you what to do if you strip out, right? The coil, you know, something else goes strip wrong. Strip it out, right? Yeah. So you have to have. It's good to have someone there to learn. I mean, mm-hmm. me as a teacher, I'm a terrible teacher. You're an all right teacher. I will. I just do it. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you want me to rebuild the distributor? I'll just do it. And most people are like, rebuild the distributor. What the hell is that? Right. But I mean, rebuild the distributor. Right. <laughs> but, but, but there was a time. You know, there's a time to learn, and, and people don't seek see like seeking out knowledge. We we're just yeah. talking about that too. Yeah, that's another big one. Do you remember the days where you had to go to the library and find? I'm so thankful books? that find we out don't information. have to anymore. Honestly, but see, we, it was such an it makes inefficient. Us lazy, though. It was such an inefficient system. Well, uh, dude, we does went was there. A douchebag. You don't could only you, yeah. let's put it this way: even if it was a good system, you can only learn what's in that library. Sure. Right. Yeah. But. We have a universal library oh, yeah. now. It's much faster and it's more convenient. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for all the librarians out there who are without a job now. I think libraries are still a great place. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to the library. I think like, your kids should books, be forced movies, to go to the library. Yeah, DVDs, I think kids should still crafts, be forced to go yeah. to the yeah. library. Yeah. I think the internet Places has for forced... for the homeless to poop? I think the internet has forced libraries to like broaden their scope of what they do. Well, sure. And I mean, we all have to adapt and change, but right. I think one of the things is with having that World Wide Web in your pocket. Yeah. There's no earning. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no, there's no work earning to, knowledge to, to earn the knowledge. Well, the you biggest, just you just know it. I, I, you know, the biggest thing I have with any sort of information on the internet anymore is without doing the research after the fact, you don't know if that source is creditable. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. It could just be like a spouting opinion. But and then people and, people are taking yeah. what they everybody see. takes it like I read it's this. This is real. I, I've seen no, that even not. with podcasts, though, where people listen to podcasts and they take that as the word of law after well, it's right. about nonsense for about, you know, 50 minutes. Of course. I mean, that's right. why everything is expert. It's all meant as entertainment. Right. All of us, well, our here is just an opinion. Yeah. yeah. Any of it's just an opinion. But, I mean, you see on the internet, like, oh, hey, let's do an orange juice enema every day. Or let's, you know, <laughs> take our pee and splash it on our face every morning. And people will be like, oh, that's great. I'm going to pee on my face. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> R. Kelly gets too. famous. Yeah. Is that how he got famous? No. No, he was not. It wasn't his face. It wasn't his face. Oh, you need someone to pee on your face, little girl? (laughs) She heard it was good for her. Yeah, see? What a a skip for a See, your parents did not teach you that. Everything you read on the internet is bullshit. My parents did not teach me that (laughs) pee on my face either. (laughs) But I think we're talking about, I mean, when you had to go do the research and you had to do that, I mean, books always had... In them, they weren't just opinions. They had backup. They had a bibliography in the back. 
they had you know their set of resources. It was creditable information, is right. basically what. What, right, you could use it in a book report. Terms. Yeah, and your teacher would be right. like, "Great, it's got sources." Yeah, no problem. But then, right as I was going through middle school, is where we transitioned to the computer the, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything was done on computers, and I'm not talking like apples. Oh, where's my goddamn touch touchpad at? Right. Yeah, I'm you're talking, talking about like, like the old the school Windows with the floppy 97 disk. The, yeah. with the floppy disk and like it took forever to boot up. Yeah, we used with 97 downstate. It was rough. How old were you in 97? Uh, 97, I would have been nine. nine. Wait, no. I was born in 88. 11, sorry. I was uh, 93, so 97 so, is like... So we four. had the first thing nine, we Wait, got, how old were you? What would you say? I don't know, 11? I, I was, I was 16. It would only be nine. nine. Okay, I said nine the first, and then I just thought I was wrong. Oh, so, yeah, for me... We start off with Windows 3.1. You guys probably were using DOS programs Well, actually, back yeah, then. we did. Oh, and I actually took a typewriter class before moving into the keyboard class. Wow. And a shorthand class. Do you remember shorthand? I Does never Does anybody shorthand. use shorthand anymore? I know how to use fucking shorthand. What the fuck? You know what shorthand is? No. <laughs> shorthand is be able to take that entire paragraph that you just read, shorten the words down with hyphens and slashes and... Shortened words. What the fuck? Yeah. So, like stenographers used to use that. You what do you use that for? Medical. Nothing like, now. To, no, Medical. today. Like, what would you use that for today? I think they do that. I don't think they use shorthand, but I think it's something similar to that Jesus. with the medical industry now. It's it's very basic. But I, I went to the doctors the other or a couple of months back, and they had they had an Apple computer in there, and they just turned the mic on, and they like. Make a note. Spout. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. make verbal notes. Do you guys use shorthand at, at the restaurant? It's amazing. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it still it though. still exists. So it's just so it's not... just so weird that like you took a class in it. I would never yeah. would have thought. <laughs> I took a music class in elementary school, like That's violins like, and piano. Yeah, but now that shit doesn't exist. No. Well, I mean, for your kids, yeah. it might. I mean, for music, art-based but, schools. Yeah, they went to an art school. But you know, it doesn't necessarily like in public school. <clears throat> yeah, public school it doesn't work anymore. M- music. A, a lot of public no, schools don't public have school. music programs. It was like five like years band. after well, I left. They don't have band school. in high school or anything. They like have band that? in high school, but like we took like a like a here's a violin, play a violin, oh, here's okay. a trumpet, like I, just I, like I wasn't sure what you were explore music. We had yeah. something similar downstate for a while. Um, I used to live down in, in Warren, uh, so. What they had was they had jazz group, they had oh, uh, cool. the choir, yeah, and yeah, then they yeah, had yeah. Several, several bands several and other shit. Things. And the year oh. I remember, the year that we were allowed to, because you weren't allowed to do it until you had been in middle school for two years. Wow. Uh, they took all of it away, all of it at once. Yeah, it's crazy how they do and that. And they just blamed it on funding, but yeah. they still use the same teachers. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, how, and like transfer how, your skill. Yeah. <laughs> like I know you're a music teacher, but like go teach gym. I gave up on music after that. Some I was shit. like, hey, I was willing to be like. Listen, you're you're a choir teacher, but I want you to teach chemistry. Right, you got this covered, right? No, right. no, no. That, that that person just I don't know if they maybe did it like you get paid like per job you do there That's or crazy. what, but they just shortened him so that one dude did like just band. Huh. Even yeah. though his schedule was open for like eight hours that day. Yeah, that's weird, man. I don't know. They're fucking up our kids' edu- my kids' education. Yeah, Anyone else has those. kids? You don't have any kids? Do you have kids? Uh, have kids? No, Nobody know. here? I'm the only okay. I, I'm, a, I'm afraid. Uh, well, the only kids you have are baby kids. Honestly. <laughs> for kids? Or like for... for kids, because a lot of the, like the stuff that gets taught anymore kind of seems like it's forced down their throat. Um, I, nothing is taught anymore. 
Uh, I have kids. Two of my kids have already. One of my kids already is out of school. I'd be really excited though to hear that we're gonna teach you guys how to do taxes. Yeah, some basic <laughs> like <laughs> some basic right. Balance, yeah, balance your, checkbook. your checkbook. Make macaroni and cheese. Make food. Don't burn the <laughs> right. house down. Shit without, like that let, would be let me, great. Let me make that clear though. No do more. taxes without TurboTax, okay? Yeah. Like on your yeah. own pen and paper. Come yeah. On. Yeah, the kids I aren't learning shit. They're just school. every day. It's like yeah, here's a worksheet. Nice. Here's a worksheet. Pull out the worksheet. Cooking in school. Yeah, that would be great. Basic skill when you live on your own. Yeah. Well, moving on. That actually moves us right into the next subject. You know, talking about cooking technology. Yeah. I mean, how much has that changed? Incredible. I think it's for the better. I mean, if you go down there, and I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not the person that's got to have the newest tech all the time. I mean, I'm I'm definitely behind on some of this, but you know when. Clearance comes around after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You know, we picked up an air fryer, right? Though I love my air fryer. It's a, it's a nice thing to have. Or I have a sous vide. I mean, a lot of people don't know what a sous vide is, but it's a water bath cooker. I want one. And you could cook something to, like, like a steak. To perfect. Perfect temperature. Without any grill marks on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looks nice. And then, you, then when you pick it up, you have this nice, beautiful crust. And then, is, for me, Cold it is pink then. from end to fucking end. It is delicious. There is mm-hmm. cool. actually a turn of phrase, uh, technically, that most Americans use, that cooking is a science. Not a, It's not an art, it's a science. Mm. Because if you put a piece of steak, and you, let's say, boiled it, you put it in a, in a water-based system, so it cooked internally, uh, you could know how, based on how thick the piece is, Right. How long it cooks for? You sure. can get that down to a yeah, science. Math math. Right. Hey, this five-inch yeah, thick piece only takes for, twenty yeah. minutes. Right. Perfect. And then we put it on the grill and we give it a seared end to end. Yeah. True, but I think that it's actually moreover. As much as that's a good statement, I think it's a mix because as much as you can cook a perfect steak that way, the flavor takes, comes the from, flavor, from the art of it, though, right? Right. There's a finesse to it. Well, oh, I'm, not, I'm not arguing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing right. the creativity portion of it. I'm just saying if you want to perfectly cook a steak to, mm-hmm. like, let's say, medium rare, right? You could do that, right? And then you could add your flavor onto it afterwards. Right. So, so if you want to go that route, one thing is I think that baking is a science. I bake. I cook. I mean, obviously, yeah, I bake and I cook. You bake, I... Yeah. But the, the fact of the matter Amazing. is, is baking is is really science because you're using chemicals to create leavening. You know, you're using temperature, just like you said. You know, to get things to it's still an art, though. Right. I mean, there's there's an art form to it. Yeah. But I mean, moreover than than cooking eggs, right? You can cook eggs and they're forgiving, right? If you cook them a little too hard, they'll be a little rubbery, but they'll still be okay. Cook them a little less, they'll be a little soft, but they're okay. If you put way too much baking powder you're, in you're, a cake, you're, you're the damn thing's gonna blow up, and then your wife's gonna beat your ass with that broom. That's funny. You know, I would, I, and you know, I, I want to make it clear though, I, I didn't mean science as in it's robotic. I meant science in the term that science itself is an art. Well, sure. It's oh, a lot no. of experimenting. It's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And, and nobody was contesting what you, you said it, either. Down to that perfect mathematical formula, and then the theories are are tested to be true, and then you know we go on from there. Right. Agreed. So, like that's that's why they put those recipes on the backs of boxes, for instance. Right. Because it's be like here's that if you the do it here's the best way, way to consi- cook this. No, 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 not the best way, but <laughs> well, it's consistent. Here's the yeah, it's the yeah. most consistent way right. to make a, a good batch of product every time. But I think I think the greatest thing about that is is as we are all different, our taste buds are different. Mm-hmm. We all have that yeah. ability to you know adapt, or we have adaptation. 
of what we like. For me, you know, if I'm making something like, like steak, I like steak au pois, right? And a lot of people don't like it because of the peppercorns, right? Because if it doesn't have, you ask Archer, if it doesn't have, <laughs> if it doesn't have peppercorns, it's not steak au pois. But there are, you know, people who like, the same way in cooking steak, like there are people who would rather have a shoe, you know, right, shoe leather, you know, leather. like, like well yeah. done, or well like done. Bloody. Or like, you know, there's people who like, you could just cut it clean off the cow right there like here you go fart on it long enough and that's cooked delicious i think that's why people like the air fryers so much because no matter what you do end of the day you can always change it after you get your perfect Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's a lot more adjustability i mean if you have a deep fryer you know you've got to get it to the right perfect temperature but there can be pockets of cold temperature different oils have different smoke points there's a lot of variation where that air fryer is, is pretty damn consistent every yeah. time. Or like the Instapot, which for me, okay, the Instapot's a cool device. Right. But let's let's say what it is. It is legitimately just an electronic pressure, you know, cooker. pressure cooker. Yeah. And pressure cookers have been around for forever. Yep. I have one downstairs that I think is like... 60. I have one from my... my 70, yeah, grandma, 80 years old? Yep. You know, easily came from the 40s or 50s. Yeah. Wooden handles. Like, just just a beautiful thing. Don't use it. It might explode. (gasps) Right. You never know, man, but it's (laughs) nice to have. (laughs) I like my Instapot and my air fryer just because you get home at 5 o'clock. It's easy to, like, frozen chicken, pressure cook that shit, air crisp it, dinner's ready in 20 minutes. True. You know, it's a lot easier than, like, making an entirely home-cooked meal for the kids. And I think that these things are great. But I've always had one concern with, with all this technology, right? Is is where do you get to the point where if this stuff all fails, how do you know how to make food? How do you know how to make food? That's kind right. of why I f- it kind of goes back to the what do you teach in school thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Taxes would be helpful to mm-hmm. kids getting out of school. Yep. If they decided not to go to college, then they're still set on that. Some sort and of they base can pay life their skills. Dues and they don't yeah. have to pay somebody else to do their dues. Another one would be either like a cooking class, which cooking, I, I had yeah. a cooking class for a little while. Yeah, home, um, we had home back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but outside of that, like, uh, a, uh, man, is it uh, herbalism or lobotomy? I for, I for a lobotomy? Botany or something like that? Botany. 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 Okay. Lobotomy. My head. <laughs> we had a dark no, classroom where we did that. No, in uh, but <laughs> Who do we give a lobotomy to? <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want to teach that in school. That's not. We want to get away from That's the ice pick right there, and then just a quick hammer. Who are you again? It's like a two minute process. What the fuck just happened? You have suspicions that your neighbor is in need of a good lobotomy. No, no, no. Uh, just like, give us a call. One eight hundred lobotomy. Is it like twelve ninety five for an ice pick and a hammer. A it's botany really... class would be really helpful, especially for people who want to get off the radar, because that's yeah. a real popular thing nowadays mm-hmm. too. Is to just ditch Growing and say, own. "I'm out." Yep. Come find me. Yeah, living on your own. Yeah. Growing your own vegetables. The government doesn't like that. <laughs> no, the government doesn't like that though. But it, you're collecting it is... your own rainwater. Taxes, taxes, taxes. <laughs> it's it's one that's of those illegal. Things. That's ours. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that you lose no matter what, though. Yeah. Well, and that's, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I love the, I like the air fryer. Mm-hmm. I like this technology. I, I love the soupy. But if I didn't have any of that, you still know. I how can to, still cook yeah. a steak. I know how to, how to braise a roast. I know how to, you know, any of that. And and the concern for me is. You know, as kids get older, like I mean, children are going to grow up with all great. this automatic technology, 
and then they're and we're gonna lose it somehow. And they're gonna go fuck. How do we how do we cook this chicken? The power's out for a week. How, how do you make dinner? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't use the microwave. Kids give up. Right. They, and they well, do. And, and it, it gets bad though with the power going out even for people who know how to use a stove because so many stoves in apartments are Our, electric powered yep. now. They can't use gas. So mm-hmm. what do you do in that situation? Because it's illegal to go outside and make a fire on your front lawn. To then you fart yourself. on it long enough to heat <laughs> right. it up, and then you can eat it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's... I got all these frozen dinners. Better just sit on so them. They're, like, <laughs> melting in the freezer. That's when you get a grill. <laughs> you get a grill, and you learn how to grill. You know, I actually... <laughs> you get a friend who can grill. Believe... And you call, come up and be like, I'm starving. Okay. Well, all right, so we're all coming over to my house for dinner then, I yeah. suppose. Even, even though the grill is... It, I live in an apartment unit. It, it's more like a con- set of condos stacked on each other, but it's, right. it's an apartment unit. But you can't have so a grill we outside? Little, we can have a grill outside, but it has to be so far away from everything when you use it. Right. And then you have to have proper storage. But they don't offer you proper storage there for it. So it's like you can have a grill as long as it's out and then you bring it back in your apartment? Yeah, it's like. basically they're saying, like, go and get, you know, your own storage unit somewhere else. And then Fuck. bring the grill home when you want a grill, but then bring it back. Wow. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you do low income living. Well, it's funny because we were talking about that. A buddy of mine's dad would grill everything and anything. And this is the same guy who I watched. You know, when he was done making dinner, took took one of those like hungry man kind of dinners and put it on the grill afterwards to cook. Literally, because I mean, essentially, it is. I mean, it's just warming it up, but right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, hate, crazy. I hate all things frozen, by the way. I think they just taste terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, of course they do. I, I mean, some people would swear by them that they're fine, but, I mean, it's proven that they're not fine to eat. Well, none of the stuff we eat is fine to eat. Yeah, right? It's all, it's, yeah, it's all processed and well, hormones and all sorts of shit. No, it's yeah. terrible. All jokes aside. I mean, yeah, yeah don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, not trying to be like the, the... Unless you're totally off the grid with your own cows and your own fruits, plants, and shit, then yeah. But I like... Yeah. That's why my wife and I, well, particularly me, she would eat hamburger helper every day if that was an option. But, uh... I mean, imagine I, making the mashed potatoes yourself to go for it. Right, I would just, I, I'd rather make everything from scratch. I mean, you know, because I don't like... Well, then you know what goes into it, right? I know what like, goes into it. I mean, second, sure, I buy my chicken. But I mean, like, when I make stuff like venison, you know, or like, you know, we buy half a cow, right. anything like that, I know the farmer. I know where that comes from. For me, that makes a big difference. Do you know what he's using for his fertilizer for the grass, though? I do. Okay. I, I know more about them cows than the cows most know people know about them cows. <laughs> right, more than the cows know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Well, cows know a lot. And, you know, talk, yeah, talk about that. They know when it's going to rain. Like, wasn't there something oh. about when cows turn one way? It's like, oh, supposedly it's going to rain. There, there's a reason they get worshipped over in India, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, we we got to eat over here. we got a lot of them. There's a lot of them over there. Cows. Yeah, cows are sick. Cows? Well, they, will stop, they will stop traffic for a cow. Yeah, I never understood that, you know. Well, I, mean, um, yeah, I know they, it's yeah, just the difference of culture, and I'm not going to be able to understand that. No, but. you know, Bill, Billy's dead on the side of the road. Let's keep driving. But, you know, all of a sudden, you know, like there's a cow <laughs> decides to walk in the middle of the road and sit down, and all of a sudden it's like traffic will not move. Yeah. No, I can't make your phone call. I need to speak for a cow. Oh, <laughs> it's man. a fucking well, cow. The funny thing, honestly, they actually believe that when you do die that a lot of people do come back as, as cows? cows. Yeah, sure. 
So that's their reincarnation? Sure. Well, if you get really into that Buddhism There's stuff, a lot of fucking people um, in India. A lot of people, a lot of Buddhists like that reincarnation thing. You can turn into basically anything based yeah. on what you... But you can never rise above, like, a human or your station ever. It's kind of the... I think that's more Hinduism with the huh. station stuff. Yes, Hinduism, yeah. Yeah, but there, religion's interesting when you get into, like, how close these these three or five different groups of religion are to actually their core values and like oh, coming sure. up with reincarnation. Are you getting left in the dust? Maybe your mother-in-law flew off with your favorite sweeper? Well, boy, do I have the product for you! Strike fear into the heart of every dust bunny in a ten-mile radius with a brand-new vacuum cleaner. With high-quality industrial bristles and more suck than a housewife wanting new pearls. This vacuum is out of this world. With replaceable bags to catch all that dirt, your home will be spotless. So let your haggy mother-in-law ride off forever on your old cornstalk relic. And get yourself a brand new vacuum today. AMC, bringing you tomorrow's products today. Reincarnate. Asada. I, I want to be... Personally, I just want to be out when it's done. Yeah. Like I don't want to come back as another young kid. And, and like redo it again in this cycle yeah. of... Yeah, but you won't know, right? Just Isn't that the idea is that you don't know that you're back? Like, this oh, could be our fourth or fifth time here. I would want to know that I came back. Well, there's just one It would be great if you'd had all the knowledge like exactly. when you left, when you're 90 or whatever the fuck it is, you come like, back I'm and a kid ba- like, I'm a little baby, oh, this, but I can't talk up. for another three years. But after that, mom, I'm out. <laughs> well, I'm a little thing. briefcase. We're talking fuck you with that reverse psychology, mom. This shit ain't happening. There's there's a theory out there that, you know, people are reincarnated as new babies, right, every day. You know, like when That's you impossible, die, impossible. But but you retain your knowledge, right? Until but, you can talk. Until you can talk, right? And then you well, then slowly you lose dwindles, it. right? So that you're this infant, and you, you you're you've got it all. You've got it all, but it starts dwindling as you get closer to the ability to express it. So, I just think so. It's... Then that means all the babies that die mm-hmm. come back and continuously know everything. Yeah. Right? So then they grow up to then know all the stuff because they didn't lose it the first time? I don't know. Uh, I'm not all about that theory. You now know? we're getting deep into deep. it. Deep. If, if you wanted to get down to just the basic math behind that theory, though, like, we have not had these numbers, like, our entire existence on this planet. In fact, certain research has shown that humanity was almost extinct. We were down to several sure. thousand humans at one time, right? And that's if you believe in the whole, like, theory of evolution and blah, 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 whatever, mm. you know. Believe what you want. But the basic math behind, like, coming back, like, how is that supposed to work for the even the last 20 years when right. the population growth has, Was, like, yeah. exploded exponentially since the... Or even go back further, the ba- right before the baby boomers, you know. Yeah. But the concept is, is not that it... Not so, that it's one for one. Like, right. somebody dies, baby's born. Because that doesn't work out. Right. Yeah. But but it hasn't decreased. That's the thing is it hasn't decreased, meaning that as all these people die, technically new entities could be created. Right, but where do they just fucking pull those out of a hat? And say, well, where the... I mean... Xenu got them out of a pyramid. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, race Christian we truth. Scientology <laughs> there, or is that something else? No, right. that's Scientology. That's oh, just yeah. hilarious. That's cool. Oh yeah, do you want to ask? Yeah, go for it. So, so, so our first little fun segment um, is the random 
Random phobias. Random right? phobia. We, uh... Oh, okay. So just pick one of those. Hey, Google. What is pogonophobia? Here's the definition of pogonophobia. Oh, there we go. Humorous. Extreme dislike of beards. Oh, shit. Ooh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Everybody in this room <laughs> has, has a beard. <laughs> Everybody here is just a beard. So, what would make someone afraid of of beards? Germaphobes. Okay, I have a, I have a theory on that. Okay, it's gotta be germs. I, this is this is uh, really close to what I was watching the other day. It was just something on my my uh, feed for YouTube, right? So right. I click on it because I'm an idiot. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm watching this, and it's why are uh, Asian women attracted to Western men? Okay. And they say they have great... they can grow beards? No, no, no. They oh. have great facial features, but the thing that intimidates them is all the hair. Because that's not a thing really over there. They, they huh. fairly... I'm not saying that's all of them, but I am right, saying... Right, but yeah, they don't... They're not... Smooth body Asians. <laughs> I'm jealous. Now I we're got, getting into stereotypes. I'm a Scotsman, an Italian, and a Greek all in one, man. Oh, I got hair in places I do not want it. <laughs> Get it off me. Hair on my tongue. Give me like a quarter of you and I will be happy if it gets rid of just the huge patch here. Right. Well, and and, I mean, what defines then beard too? I mean, are these people afraid of people with like full beards like you two or, you know, a goatee? If I have a Fu Manchu, is she terrifying? Or a mustache. Right. a mustache, not a beard, right? When does it become, when does, (laughs) (laughs) so are we saying there's a fine line between being distinguished like people say with a beard, and then being like terrifying, like a Viking. Well, no, I mean, what makes someone afraid? Of, I well, mean, like I guess distinguished would be the guy with the beard, no matter how long it is, and he has a monocle and a top hat and wearing a tux. That would be like, oh shit, that see, dude is distinguished. I, I think that's a that's a dude who's got like the twirly kind of stash, yeah, yeah, yeah. the handlebar like, kind of handlebar stash, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody you could see with a, a glass of scotch even when he's working. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Stay classy. Stay classy. Oh, uh, uh, but I mean, for me, I, I know, guess man. that 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 seems like a weird one. I mean, I like you could have a, I could have a bird living in here. You don't well, know. Well, sure, but I mean, are you are you afraid of the beard itself then, or what's under it, or what's in it? Probably what's in it, right? right. Like I would guess, Germs I would guess it's probably a germaphobe. Ninjas. Thing. I would imagine it's also a smell thing. Because your beard, you know, having a full beard and, yeah. like, a mustache that drapes over your mouth, it yeah. gets a lot of stuff in it, man. Yeah. Well, that's why they embed, like, the, the, the balms and the oils and all uh, of that shit, I, I you mean, know? I use that stuff, too, but, I mean, I just, soap and water but gets it's a clean, too. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it, sure. I can see why that would be... <clears throat> But I don't I, know, like, I don't know. Peter Griffin I had a family of birds living in his thing. That's right? the only thing I can think of is when I see a beard. Like, I have, like, 23 pencils, I think, I can stick in my beard. But, I mean, okay, first off, we, we've discussed before that I think all fears are illogical, right? Because they all come down to the concept of death, right? But, okay, I'm not, well, then, let's, right. let's equate but, this but one to death. But how do we death. equate this to death? Right, right, right. I mean, what? Okay, you know, ZZ Top's beard is huge, right? Like, guys in fucking... <laughs> So what if yeah. they get? To, what if you're sleeping with one of those guys, and then their shit gets tangled up around your head, and you choke while you're sleeping, or you inhale it, and then you die? I so, can see the logistics of that with factory work. If you're working right, with like if it gets stuck and in cogs, something, yeah, and then your shit, it just that's gets fucking pulled. terrifying. That sounds, that sounds like something out of a now. Saw movie. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like the gore of just getting your beard either pulled off with like the jar. Like, dude, I get it stuck in the zipper of my sweatshirt. That's but bad that's, enough. But that's like, not, I, I when I see, I hear this fear of beards. I don't think of the person who's afraid to grow, and I think of somebody else walking who's down the street. Right. Like, How oh is that going to kill them? 
Is the wind gonna catch it too hard and it's gonna wrap around their neck? It just maybe we like... look terrifying and we're gonna murder them. Right, but, but then see, that's that... not a fear of beards. That's a fear of people with beards. Right, people. Well, just... like, what if you take two terrifying guys, one with a beard and one without a beard, and they walk down the street and the person is terrified of the guy with the beard? That would be the fear of the beards. I think it's because they don't know if you're hiding a weapon or anything. That would be the TSA is not a fan of beards. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I have to feel your beard. I maybe don't think that so. that's was groping. the real. Maybe that was the real. Um, I'm offended by that. The real racism towards Middle Eastern men back in the day. It wasn't the turbans, it was the beards. It was the beard. They were afraid they were carrying them. Well, I was getting on planes with beards, and people were just like, man, you. Yeah, but you're also white and shit. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I got a mouth on me too, which doesn't do well with the TSA either. Oh, man. Let me see your shoes. I just want to see someone just like start brushing out their beard, like throwing stars and stuff. That would be great. I'm gonna That'd see if I can fit. I'm gonna see if like I can. SNL right. Sure. Yeah. Let's see if I can fit some ninja stars in there. Right. Did you? Did you? Star. Did you frisk the beard yet? What? No. What? No, sir. We have to comb your beard out. Cha-ching, ching, <laughs> samurai swords and shit. Like, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Double barrel twelve gauge. Like, I didn't oh, think you were sorry. gonna take this. Unaccounted for money. Just like. I mean, uh, my fucking car keys. And wh- whoever's listening, if you're afraid of beards. Don't get me wrong. I'm not be saying terrified. that you're. <laughs> don't be afraid. Just don't that touch that them. That you're an ass. You like that you're Do you get people touching your beard? I hate that. What the fuck man. is that about? I the other day people always like, oh, I didn't even like no, I'll chop your fucking day, hand off. I didn't even know. This this uh, I don't, I don't want to call them a little kid. They were probably fresh out of college though or high school, <laughs> and it's just like it was like oh what a cool beard. Hey, nice beard, and I'm like. Uh, don't ever do that again, please. <laughs> yeah, I will murder well, you. That's like guys or people walking up and rubbing a woman's belly when she's pregnant. No one comes up and rubs my balls and says, "Good job," you know. Hey, nice balls. <laughs> oh, good job. What a there. good job you did. Good job. Maybe even two hands, one for each. You know. What is that called when uh, somebody wears their pants up just a little too high and they see like not the bulge but the <laughs> the sack? <laughs> like camp counselors when they sit down. Camel toe? No, there's like there's camel toe. Mammal toe. No, no, no. It's like something knuckle, I think. Moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone ever seen an actual moose's knuckle? It looks nothing in the same. Hey man, it's just a name. That's terrifying. It's referencing the size, not the size, size, not the shape. Yeah, you gotta hope it's a moose knuckle at that point. You know, you know. Uh, Now that we're talking about this and. Uh-oh. It's going to give me a little laugh here. What's that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Men are always considered that they would sexualize women, right? Which, catcalling, that kind of stuff. We just sexualize robots. <laughs> like. Heck, I could sexualize how did, that sex bunch of cheese. Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. We could sexualize anything we're so, men. Let's, let's here, we've been try talking, your best to sexualize oh, that bunch of cheese oh, right Jesus. in front of you. Try it. So, first off, stop talking about my sexy cheese here. Oh, there you Ooh. go. You're making Sec- it melt right now. <laughs> what is it, this thing recently I've seen with women about women and men in gray sweatpants? What? Am I the only one who's heard about this? I haven't. Like, Please like, expand on that. Okay, so like supposedly like gray sweatpants for men mm-hmm. is like the lingerie equivalent to women because you can see a man's bulge. That's not true. No, because there are growers and showers, right? Uh, aren't we trying to get away from the sexualization right. of I, That's exactly what I'm talking about. everyone I and other girls I are like, yeah, but men's sweatpants. I could definitely understand the comparison if you're talking about yoga pants to male sweatpants at that point. Yeah, at that point I would understand. But they'd still have to be pretty tight fit to see it all, you know? Right. 
It's just a we. It's just a weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm happy with who I am, but I'm not packing a fucking summer sausage in my pants either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to be having like a small whale penis for that to show up on some baggy sweatpants. <laughs> All right, sorry. We'll we'll stop with talking about whale penises. That was a good little there, chuckle, but. Yeah, so you just ponder about that. We'll come back to it in another time. I don't need to ponder about yeah, you that. You just ponder. There's no ponder. Ponderosa. Mm, that's Wait, does that place still right exist? Ponderosa? That's disturbing. It is gone. Do they? Isn't that a TV it's show? It's gone in town, at least. Mm. Yeah, I think that might, I don't it was know. a TV show back, way the fuck back before. I was talking about the restaurant place, Ponderosa. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even about. think Ponderosa was a TV show. I think, I think so. Was, are you thinking of Degrassi? Degrassi? No, what? How do you get Ponderosa from the or Degrassi? It's one of those words that you're like, is that really a word? <laughs> that, I, I think it was a TV no, show. No, yeah, I think it was something. Show, Degrassi. I'm a, I'm a, no, I know no, Degrassi. Degrassi was. <laughs> That's where Drake it had was. Drake. He got shot and ended up in a wheelchair. Oh, hey, too bad. That's not real. Unfortunately, didn't come on, real. Too bad. That's not come real. Come on, I don't. I don't want to experience. I got the hotline bling. All right, so we're gonna move to the last little segment that we've done every single time now. And we no longer eat in the mic because that just sounded disgusting. I will say Terrifying. that. I will tell that to you guys every single fucking time. I will not ASMR another block of cheese. It's time for cheese it, it's the cops. Cheese it, it's the cops, Cheese it, it's the cops. <laughs> All right. So, today. It was a TV show, Ponderosa. Let me see that, please. We're talking about cheese. Sorry, I had oh, to, I had to get it out. Um, That's cowboys. Yeah. Look so. That is oh, not man. like the Italian now restaurant. Now I forgot what this is called. Cheese it, it's the cops. No, I forgot what the cheese is called. Is this the midnight cheese? Yeah, midnight moon. Oh, see, I got it all. Oh, yep, see, look you at know. you. All right. Um, it's cow's cheese, right? So From India? No, not well. Oh. Milking people. <laughs> so we shouldn't be eating this. We should be praising <laughs> to it if it's... Oh, yeah, holy sacred, cheese. Sacred cheese. So uh, <clears throat> this came from Potosky Cheese. Thank you, Potosky Cheese. Not a sponsor, cheese. but you guys are awesome. Yeah, the cheese Every is amazing. Every time. So here, let's cut. Let's cut this little piece up here. Uh, what kind of just straight up? What kind of cheese are we eat? I think just cow's cheese, or maybe I don't know. So cows sat around the Petoskey cheese and made this. They did. Nice. Didn't you know? Yeah. I thought it was pretty small in there to get a couple of cows as. Uh... Well, they're they're in the back, obviously. You know. I walk back there all the time. The, I've never seen hunting. tiny. I've never seen cows walking out of there with aprons on. Got any wine? Oh, not yet. <laughs> Let's start going wine tasting. Thank you, sir. You know what? We should get some wine from, um, hmm. from, um, yep. what? You know. Fair Key Winery? Yeah, exactly. I've had his stuff. It's really good. Yes. I'm waiting for it. A little expensive, but That's it's good. really worth it. He, he mm. cares about what he puts Sharp in his flavor, but still creamy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Got a nice melt to it. I know. We've over-sexualized cheese. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm aroused. Happens so. every time. Maybe we're just as males, we can't help it. Uh, well, was it last week or the <laughs> week people, we can't help it. Was it last hey, week no. or the week before mm-hmm. that we had that can't caramel cheese? Yeah. It was two weeks ago, wasn't it? We had that caramel wow. cheese that... That cheese was y- fucking yoast. good. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. That has oh. so much flavor even yeah. after you're done. Mm-hmm. It definitely... I, I don't... Maybe this isn't just cow cheese. I'll, I'll tell you. It's a little bit like goat's cheese. It's got a little... It? It's got a little sheepiness to it. You think sheep's cheese? It's got... I think it's got quite cheese. a bit more salt than than most cheeses, too. I'm getting Would a... Like uh, yes, please. I'm getting a lot of... A lot sir? of salt out of that. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> but, I'm good on that cheese. I like the poor cheese that we had last week. Yeah, that... Oh, that was mm. good cheese. We ate all of that. We did. <laughs> we did. We ate all of that during the podcast. Well, you know, when you do a late night show like that... That's true. That's what happens. 
It's good. Yeah, kind of creamy. I'm talking with mouth. That was good. I think the cows did a good job. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, cows. Yeah, pretty tasty. Hmm. Well, thank you for sticking around for another hour's worth of our bullshit. Another five. Um, Yeah. It was number five, and... Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll eventually figure out a fucking name. We'll we'll probably have it before we start releasing these, but... So none of this is going to be on the podcast. None of this. (laughs) Another one. Oh man, this shit is fun, we hope you liked it too. But we don't give a fuck because this one is through. Bye, goodbye, you fucks, goodbye. Cause now we've got to go. And hey, I say, now go away. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Lots of Goodbye, goodbye, you fucks, goodbye. There's no more time to play. The mic, the twig, and the big fat fuck will be waiting for you to come press play. Come press play. Come press play. Okay, fuck off now. <laughs>